0: super talk mississippi media production what if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new flow master exhaust system from exhaust pro in macomb on georgia avenue cruise in style with exhaust pro of macomb on georgia avenue
1: this is rebecca turner and thank you for listening to the good things podcast here on super talk mississippi
0: it's mississippi's radio happy hour but i'm going and- You're listening to good things with Rebecca Turner. Welcome to Mississippi. Mississippi Here you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino back in studio with us today. Now, don't you forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. Of course, we're streaming from your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station and your Super Talk Mississippi app. But you can also watch Good Things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And you'll see that we are speaking with our very own Steve Azar today. He's helping us celebrate the fact that Jerry Lee Lewis, Mississippi's favorite great ball of fire has received another distinctive honor and he was inducted into the country music hall of fame hey steve
2: rebecca hey what's going on what's going on
1: you know you are the perfect person to help celebrate this because you of all either one of us know probably what this moment actually meant to jerry lee lewis and his family so as a as a young artist though what did jerry lee lewis mean to you as you were sort of carving out your career in country music
2: well, I mean, he was, you know, he was known throughout my household and throughout our music community in the Mississippi Delta, respected immensely for his talent, and he was a pioneer. You know, you got to realize, you know, you're talking about in the 40s, uh, probably mid-40s, you're talking about him uh, in rock and roll. Uh, but, you know, the crazy thing, obviously, first, to answer your question, huge influence. Secondly, you know, you talk about being live on stage and, and mattering and having energy. I mean he was a game changer when it came to that in the world but it's interesting it took till 2022 when he had the Great Balls of Fire and uh, a whole lot of shaking going on both were number 1 on the country charts in like in the mid 50s right so he was having country hits but it ended up being where he ended up being uh, basically a pioneer of rock and roll. And I wonder if there was a line drawn in the sand because of that, and maybe it was a little Hatfield versus McCoy, and people in the country music industry just sort of maybe forgot or wasn't paying attention that he was not country first. He was sort of everything, you know? And so uh, it's interesting it took this long, knowing that uh, he should have been in a long time ago, but amen that he's still alive and, and he's such a beautiful man. We gave him a country tra- trail marker uh, this past, uh, i said about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, COVID, I may have my, my time wrong, but number 34 I think his marker is. And uh, we were in his house in Nesbitt and it was absolutely an honor and it was moving and I'm so happy
1: for him. I do think it's a great thing that he is still alive to be able to witness the fact that he got inducted. You do feel bad for those that you know transitioned on to party with Elvis, and then they're recognized for their trailblazing work. You know, you mentioned that back in the '50s and '60s, but I read where some of his albums, Lewis's albums, like Last Man Standing in '06, Mean Old Man in 2010. I appreciate that title. He received some of his best sales later in his career, so I think it's a testament the man just never gave up. Or never quit.
2: Well, you don't. When you do what we do, I can tell you that there is no, you know, everything that I do, even my radio show, which I've been so blessed to do. I love doing my show on Super Talk. It is something I look forward to more than people will ever know. It has been a blessing in my life. But with that, I do it in the name of you know my name in a Mississippi Minnesotan song of mine. So I gave it a home and I helped it grow up and finally find a purpose. And, and you just, you, as artists, you do everything in the name of the love of making music in our world. So, uh, my radio show has everything to do about that to me. It, it drives people to listen to me musically. And, and so with him, it just doesn't end. You know, I could never imagine my life not having music or being on stage. Obviously, um, you're talking about one of the greatest of all time. You know, I'm, I'm looking at some, he had, he had a truckload of country hits, uh, and number one records. To make love sweeter for you, there must be more to love than this. Would you take another chance on me? All those were number one records in country music, and those were in the late 60s. So you're talking about a couple decades of country hits, and it's it amazing it took till 2022 to get him into that. And I just have a feeling that he was so, so semi-controversial. I think I'm being kind, but he was a rebel. You know what I mean? Like, and you look back and that Rebel changed the world. So Elvis did it. He was a Rebel. And I think that that's probably why it took so long. But to go into the Hall of Fame with Keith Whitley, that's pretty dang cool, those two. That is Beautiful. cool.
1: And it's cool, too, that Mississippi has its country music uh, trail markers out there. You mentioned him as number 34. Steve, I don't know if you recognize that today, October the 19th of 2019, so three years ago today, you got your marker on the country music yeah. uh, trail. So congratulations to that. And I think folks yeah. need to connect the fact we are the birthplace of American music. We usually think, you know, the blues or or that's kind of where, you know, and it is where we birth, but we also have our stake in country music so do you know much about the trail how can people find it and learn more uh, about
2: yeah. it yeah listen that first of all the only reason i'm 32 and i he's 34 is because his schedule permitted so it didn't permit mine did so i got, I got mine done before he did but the the bottom line is i was in his class that four and it was such an honor and it means the world to me so for me so you can go to visitmississippi.org org, and our trail marker system is there from the Blues Trail markers, Country Trail marker system. Obviously, Marty Stewart uh, is so important in everything that we're doing with that, and uh, and he's the best. But you can go and you can literally look at the maps of our trail marker systems, the Freedom Trail, the the Riders Trail, but we're on the country trail marker and you can go go eat at Jim's cafe where my waiting on Joe video was shot. You can go in Greenville. You can go take a trip down to Nesbitt to where, where he, where we put his, where he, where he lives, you know, where he changed his world, moved from the Natchez, Louisiana area, all the way from Faraday, Louisiana, Natchez across the river to Nesbitt, where he made his home a long, long time ago. He's been there probably 70 years, I bet. so, that's where his trail marker is, and uh, we were playing in his closet and all the shoes. And you think about Elton John dressing like he did. Well, he probably got it all from Jerry Lee Lewis' style. Because, uh, and I, I thought about stealing some of those shoes. And I think Marty was looking at it for his museum. I was supposed to but say me.
1: Marty Stewart though has shoe, <laughs> has a shoe thing of his own. You know, I looked at his boots yeah, yeah. when we were together. I yeah. thought, man, them are pretty boots.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure Marty probably has them. But uh, I'm sure Jerry Lee is get. Marty can get Jerry Lee to do anything, and it was beautiful to be there. Uh, C. Ray and I were there. We were all in the room. Camel, and he was singing, sitting there after he had had. Uh, you know, he was not. He was not doing great. But Marty started playing and singing a little bit, and he joined in. And it's that that infectious deal with Marty. You you have to join in because it's. You can see Marty's in heaven, and Jerry Lee was. It just got inspired, and it was a wonderful day to be a part of something. But our country trail marker system—you can go to visitmississippi.org. You can see the map, and you can roll with it and go from one place to the other. And uh, it's pretty dang cool. Jimmy Homer, Jimmy Rogers—you have a Meridian. You can go where Johnny Cash got arrested, you know, and the whole flower thing, and in Starkville. (laughs) But it's great, and and we just gave Jim Weatherly his on at the Ole Miss game the other, I think, a few weeks ago, and uh, where he used to roam the football field. Uh, it's just pretty cool to celebrate our arts like we're doing, and kudos to visit Mississippi and our state for doing that and lifting up uh, a history that will, you know, people can come visit. I get people taking pictures by mine all the time, and they'll I'll see them on Facebook or they'll post it or I'll, you know, where somebody is your will know, somebody knows me
1: where is your huh? country music marker where is it
2: in front of jim's cafe where I grew up playing music on that street down on Washington avenue in Greenville and then Jim's was home of part of the big one of the big scenes in my waiting on Joe video and Evelyn there great friends that
1: you know, Steve, I so. don't, I don't know if this is, if there is one or not. So maybe a trick question. But do you know if we have an artist that's on both the blues trail and the country music trail?
2: Well, I should know that. I would think that, man. If I say something wrong right
1: now, c <laughs> Ray's right, not uh, going to come get you. There there,
2: there, there, there is an answer. Correct.
1: There is an answer. It doesn't have to be correct, but you can, no, but I would I don't know if there's an answer. I said, this could be a trick. No, that would be good if I knew it, too. But I just was thinking, you know, with all the overlap and thinking of Jerry Lee Lewis, who was just inducted to the Country Music Hall of Fame, who started out in sort of more rock and roll. And, you know, back then, artists had to sort of choose a side of the fence they wanted to be on. Now you feel like as artists, you may have more fluidity between different genres. But, you know, and they and they kind of did, so you just, you're just you curious if there was anybody who had enough impact on both sides to kind of, you know, make well, their mark.
2: We do have 200, a little over 200 blues trail markers, and we've got uh, close to 40 blues country trail markers, and I'm trying to think who it would be, and I'm scared to say. That's so okay,
1: but that's some I'm homework ba- for you to do, Steve, and myself. I'm,
2: I should know better already, so it's a battle me. But I'm scared to say a name, thinking that I'm going to be wrong and I'm probably right. It's those times in class when you you know the answer but you're too scared yeah. to raise your hand. You well, Steve, I mean?
1: I'm going to have to I'm going to have to tell you bye and let you ponder on it. And we want everyone to tune yeah. in tomorrow and Friday at one for In a Mississippi Minute. Thank you so much for your time and come visit us whenever yeah. you're in Jackson. The studio is always open for you.
2: Thank you so
1: much, Rebecca. Later on. All righty. We're moving from trail markers to downtown. We're finding out what's go- happening around town coming up next.
2: Come on, baby. Round Mr. This is great, great, great. Balls of fire.
0: Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner.
1: Good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the Magnolia State. Today, we are highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Don't forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more info on upcoming events. And coming up this weekend, calling all Bulldog fans, you got Bulldog Bash, which is Mississippi's largest free outdoor concert. It returns to Starkville Main Street on Friday from noon to 11 p.m. Come out, and enjoy local vendors at the Maroon Market, games, food trucks, and concerts. You got it all day long. And then on Saturday, head out to Kosciuszko. They've got their fall festival on Saturday on the courthouse lawn from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can shop with local vendors for homemade foods, goods, and gifts. There is always something going on in Mississippi's downtown. So go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar if you want more information on what's coming near you. But if you are into paranoia, 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 maybe it paranoies you. <laughs> Aliens, y'all, aliens. Then head to Pascagoula for their close encounter on its third Friday event downtown from 5 to 8 p.m. Rebecca Davis, the director of Main Street Pascagoula, is joining us today. And, Rebecca, tell me you mess up paranormal at least once a day.
3: Uh that's why I don't say it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a tricky word to say, but y'all have an exciting event coming up. Uh, but first, about the third Friday, is there something cool going on on Main Street and Pascagoula consecutively every third Friday of the month?
3: Yeah. It, it, actually, we do, we, we do do it. We do do it. Oh, God, that sounds bad. <laughs> um, every third Friday, starting in March, so January and February, we don't, and then um, we have it throughout the year except for November. And then December, we use December as our big holiday event, which is downtown for the holidays on December 2nd. So that sort of hits us with everything sort of combined into one. Man, y'all are busy
1: there in Pascagoula. Lots of good things, I guess, going on that people can kind of keep on their calendar. So what usually happens on the Third Friday event?
3: Uh, well, Third Fridays are are different, you know, each month, depending on, you know, what it falls on. But I know you're wanting to know about... Um, yeah, this one, the close encounter, yeah. aliens. So- And and I hate this so bad, but Mr. Mr. Calvin can't be with us um, this third Friday. He has been in the past, and that's why we do it, okay, in October. Because October eleventh, 1973, um, he and an older gentleman were fishing off the banks of the Pascagoula River and um, claimed to be abducted okay and it made national headlines and um okay so UFOologist um sort of took on this case and you really you don't really think about ufos or at least i didn't i do remember how old i was where i was when this happened because i'm a homegrowner and um I remember saying I was at a friend's house and her dad was putting aluminum foil in the windows and I kept asking him why. And he said, so the aliens can't get to our brains. And I'm thinking what? And I didn't, I didn't understand any of this until I saw the movie signs with Mel Gibson. And, you know, the kids made those little things that went on their heads and it was for the same thing. But, um, so throughout the years, um, I think people have learned uh, to be more open-minded because back in the day, in 73, they definitely were not. They thought they were off their rockers, that they had been smoking whatever and drinking whatever. And if the sheriff at that time had not secretly tape-recorded them, um, I don't know if people today would believe, okay, and be more open-minded because so many facts have been documented on this case, and um, it's, it's right now the most documented case out there. Um, Betty and Barney Hill was is a, another well-documented case out of North Carolina, um, but there has been so many things happened um, since Ms. Since we found Mr. Parker in 2018, um, he had been in hiding for 45 years because, I mean, people laughed when they, you know, when they saw him, you know, that that crazy guy that says, you know, he got abducted, this, that, and the other. And so, you know, he just, he packed up and moved from town to town, but he's here now, and, and his health is not good at all and um, this year marks the 49th year next year is 50 years and um, I know he desperately wants to make 50 Um, when I tell you I've heard his story so many times it's never faltered from what he originally um, told me the first time I met him Um, to everything that's in the book. And if if you've ever had the chance to read the book, it is um, as country as cornbread. It was not um, edited in any way. And he tells you in there that he didn't have a good education and um, he wanted people to see him for what he was. And... um, And he leaves it up to you after you read the book um, to whether you believe or not. And, look, I I, I mean, I wasn't there when it happened, but who am I to say it didn't happen? Because, I mean, I didn't see it, but I know that the phone lines lit up, you know, through the high school police department as well as the sheriff's department. Um, Now there has been people uh, more forthcoming and saying that they saw something that same night. and um, Because b- before, back then, it was taboo. You just didn't, you didn't talk about that kind of stuff. You it talk would about-
1: be hard to talk about that now, Rebecca. I mean, people would still think you were nuts if you came out and said, you know. Look. I
3: yeah. think I'm much talking about it, but you know. <laughs>
1: well, all y'all have at it least embrace. At least Pascagoula has embraced it, right? Uh, and whether for the good, bad, absolutely. or the ugly, and they've and you've uh, turned it into a celebration of sorts.
3: Absolutely, and and that's what we intend on doing it. Now next year, we may. There ain't no telling what we're going to come. We may have a. A just big old bash parade with green, blue, whatever, lo- who knows what we're going to come up with. But I do know this. I have a six foot alien that I bought two years ago. His name, I've named him Al, and he talks and tells me he's, he's come to invade my planet, and he moves and he lights up, and I scare the you know what out of kids downtown. <laughs> third Friday uh in October um and they love it and um yeah people dress up like aliens and you know it, what can I say we have a historic marker um for it as well. So if people
1: want to come for the first time and experience this, this is the third, you know, it's the only time, it's October there in Pascagoula, the third Friday. Next, this is the 49th, so you know, you still have time to get out and enjoy it. What can they expect? Should they come dressed like aliens? Should they? Oh, yeah. Is there going to be food and festivities? What will, what will actually be going on at the event? Uh,
3: actually, <laughs> so this year it sort of fell where um, we have um, a local men's group that um is putting on a barbecue cook off downtown and we're we're jointly sharing a stage with with them Friday night. So you're gonna see them in full motion cooking and getting prepared for the next day um, barbecues and come on out and enjoy because there is lots of good cooks in that barbecue cook off. And um then Friday night we have music, the restaurant, we have vendors, Lord have mercy. There's no telling what you're gonna see. I, I do hate that Mr. Parker won't be here but he does he does he does wish he could. I mean, um and his wife, she is she's a trip within herself. I, I can I can relate to her and um she hates it too. Um And I'm just hoping uh, for the best. Oh, people will
1: come out and they'll still celebrate and they'll still enjoy it. How can we get more information, Rebecca? Where can we get the agenda, the lineup, and all the things?
3: Well, you can go to our website at MainstreetPascagoula.com and go just click down on the events and you'll see um, everything that's getting ready to happen. And um, just email us. Get on there and email us. If you have questions, we're more than happy to answer them the best way we can.
1: righty, Well, I appreciate your time, Rebecca. It's going to be a great night and event. Hopefully wonderful weather, too. Clear night. So, If you see anything suspicious, you should be able to know exactly what you're looking at. So thank you for your time.
3: Now, thank you for having me. Have a
1: great day. Don't forget, to you can go to msmainstreet.com calendar to get all the info for upcoming events in your area at any time. But stick with us. We've got more good things up next. Good things on your computer or your mobile device Just head on over to supertalktv.com The Twilight Concert Series is back And on Saturday you've got Blues Traveler And Government Mule We'll be at the Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland You can get tickets now at ticketmaster.com Or at twilightms.com and since we were first talking to Steve Azar here on Good Things about the celebration for Jerry Lee Lewis being inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, I kind of stumped him, and I appreciate him not answering, which is something he thought. But the question was, you know, Mississippi has the blues trail markers, and which he spouted out over 200 of them by now, I think. Correct. And then we have the country music trail markers, which I think maybe Jerry Lee Lewis was the last one to be on it, not the not, – not that they're in chronological order of importance, just when they About get 40 of those. About 40 of those. I figured there had to be crossover between the two markers, or you would think that some of our trailblazing artists would have made an impact to do both. He was stumped. You went to your bingers over there to figure it out, Rhino. And what we all probably thought, which would be...
4: Right. I mean, it's not comprehensive. I didn't take both lists and everything.
1: Oh, come on now. Them, like, within but, 15 to yeah. 20 minutes, yeah.
4: I, my first guess was Elvis Presley would be on on just about any music trail, considering the, the trail blazing he did in the music industry. And yeah, he's on. he's got a blues trail marker and a country music trail marker. So he's there's one, at least one.
1: So I will have to send a little message to Steve, or he's still listening to good things. I'm curious now... If that was your first inclination, like if if we were on, like if you were like, yes, Elvis, but you didn't want to say it without, you know, being correct. But you would get that. You would see where he could definitely fall in line with both. You know, you have and that's, you know, you think about Jerry Lee Lewis was per I guess historians he first started out in rock and roll and then he made the switch to country you know you don't have many artists that kind of are able to do that and then be successful in sort of both it does feel like now a days there is more fluidity as I mentioned to Steve to be able to kind of tamper back and forth you do feel like country music artists get at least, at least a little more get out of jail free card when it comes to like uh, towing the line of gospel and country a little bit more than some of the others, because I think it, what, was it Taylor Swift that started out country and then tried to go pop or went pop? I mean, she got kind of blasted for it, but she kind of hung in there. And so now she, I don't know what she is, but she's got her Swifties and she's doing fine and whatever. But can you think of uh, other artists that kind of crossed over and stayed or do they Teeter back and forth?
4: Well, there's the infamous attempted crossover of the one, the only, Garth Brooks.
1: Oh, but he went a little AWOL.
4: And he he got weird in a hurry. He, he took his shoes off and grew a soul patch and changed his name and didn't do country anymore. And, uh, yeah, Chris Gaines was a weird experiment. In fairness to, to Garth Brooks, apparently it was supposed to be part of, like, a movie deal where the the album came out and then there's going to be a fake kind of this is spinal tap tongue-in-cheek movie about chris Gaines, and the movie fell through so you're just left with this album about a fake artist that was very sincerely done
1: you know kudos to his pr team for just kind of squishing that under a rug and it's like he came back and he's had his resurrection tour and he's back on top and i still am salty that i didn't take the tickets there to see him in baton rouge when i had the opportunity <sighs> but um you just don't kind of like everybody nobody talks about chris Gaines. nobody talks about it we just he had a you know unfortunately you know but then you get britney she goes and cuts her hair and goes crazy and then nobody lets her live that down but he did seem to at least pull himself out of his crazy a little bit more uh, tactfully.
3: Yeah,
4: but than other he had, had kind of lost a lot of the momentum that he had because all the country that he came up with after that, while some of it's good and can get your toe tapping, it didn't do nearly as well commercially as everything he did before Chris Gaines.
1: Many of you, Bill, as well as Mike in Oxford and Aaron in Meridian, y'all are all paying nod to Darius Rucker with Hootie and the Blowfish. So he would have started out.
4: Pop and rock,
1: pop and rock, and then made the transition into country, country and just had um, a new single out with our girls, uh, Chapel Heart, which I think is is really cool. And he's done fairly well making he made that's a that's a big transition um, for or for him or a risk to sort of take, I guess that worked out well, you know. But I'm sure when you first get into the game, like any sort of artist or anything, you'll do whatever you can get work.
4: Yeah, I mean, if you show up and play guitar for a band one night, and that guy, that one night is the night that the record execs in the audience says, Hey, we want to sign you now. You may have another band on the side where you're the lead, but you were just filling in on guitar that night, but you're signing the deal because it's your foot in the door.
1: Right, for sure. Delta Danny, Delta Danny, I like that, Delta Danny. Uh, Conway started out in rock. Do you feel like that's kind of like you. A lot of people who like, I guess, to play instruments other than the guitar probably started out in rock and then maybe influenced their way back and forth. Was that kind of like a gateway into a lot of the others? I mean, way back when, what? how many genres did you have? You feel like now there's, there's one for every style. But...
4: Yeah, and that's where it gets crazy is because you go back in time to really when – because music still has a pretty big hold on pop culture, not nearly as much as it did – from, say, the late 50s up through the late 90s. It was right around Y2K and Napster and all that where music lost its stranglehold on pop culture and it started giving way to more TV shows and movies. That's why you have the MCU and you have Game of Thrones and all that in in the same conversations you would have had a generation previously about this band or another one
1: you think just in our lifetime though there's a genre that kind of came up and then went down i mean i don't know if it's completely died there's a little bit of resurrection but that would be like the grunge kind of area era i mean it was hot and heavy when you know, for the mid '90s, early 2000s, alternative would have been another sort of word for the genre,
4: and that's what I'm talking about. Where it gets weird because then you you have all these genres that pop up or when niches when a couple year a couple generations before it would have all been called rock and roll.
1: It would have just been lumped into that, right?
4: Because you had country and western, which was the tears in my beer twangy twang country music, and it split between country and western you have rock and roll and it it had all its different facets but at its purest you have stuff like Jerry Lewis and Elvis Presley as that's rock and roll well from there you get rockabilly where you want to use the rock instruments but you really want to play country so you do rockabilly or you've got metal which a lot of people this might be a mind-blowing moment for you but the reason it's called metal it's because metal's harder than rock. Really? That's why it's called metal. But yeah, rock and roll splintered into all these subgenres, and those subgenres keep Nobody splintering ever even more. Nobody had a
1: subtitle on that like back in the day. You just a pre. I just figured. I don't know.
4: I mean, what do you use to break rocks? Metal.
1: Somebody sat in a room and said, "That's what we're going to call it." I had no idea, but yes. I always thought it was just angry music. Just angry. Like you were just angry if that was... And I mean, I had some burn CDs with some things on it, right? Like, you know, but you can only take so much of just... Okay, I need a little Jesus. Jesus takes the wheel over here and that, you know, all that. But um and I think there's still kind of an avenue for that. But you feel like, I don't know. There's just a lot of different uh, flavors out there. I
4: the only that. thing that really entertains me about the splintering of genres and all the micro genres that have come up is when you get the really weird crossovers that you, you didn't see coming. Like the the crossover of contemporary Christian and gangster rap.
1: What's his name? I can't think of his name. But yes, I can see him.
4: I mean, there's all kind of groups.
1: Yes, Correct. Well, that just goes to Lynn that, at least for Christian, if it's just a a message within the music, then the sounds in which is made can be left up to the individual. It's the message that matters versus the what you're hearing. But if you say country, I think more specific types of instruments, specific type of sound, you know, Although they've mixed country and rap now and all the other stuff. Yeah sort
4: of- you got hiccup. hop. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that, that was coined by Cowboy Troy from Big and Rich. I don't think that's actually the name for it, but yeah.
1: We're gonna have trails everywhere. All kinds of trails. <laughs> I do think we need a gospel one though here in Mississippi. I think that one uh could have real could have real roots. All right, stick with us. We got more coming up next.
0: Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Top Mississippi. And
1: listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at FM. We're also streaming from the Mississippi, Supertalk Mississippi app. And, of course, your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Hey, coming up tomorrow morning, you've got the Gallo Show broadcasting live at the Com University at East Mississippi Community College in Columbus. They'll be talking about the upcoming Career Expo and the opportunities that our great community college Offers all of Mississippi. And then it's Wednesday, so tonight you'll get a chance to catch Thunder and Lightning live with Brian Haydad across the entire Super Talk Mississippi network and on Super Talk TV. That's each Wednesday night starting at 6 p.m. right after Sports Talk Mississippi. And Thunder and Lightning covers the Mississippi State Bulldogs like no one else. And of course, you'll still be able to get your daily Thunder and Lightning episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And speaking of Mississippi State Bulldogs, reminding you it's Bulldog Bash weekend and Startful. It's the one weekend I remember in high school where everybody who had a driver's license was, like, excited to go to Startful. It was like, Bulldog Bash weekend. You weren't even a Bulldog fan. Didn't matter. It was just a bunch of concerts and fun events and whatever. there on Main Street and beyond. Did you ever make a trip as a Bulldog fan to Bulldog Bash weekend?
4: I might have made a trip once or twice during my college years.
1: Well, it's way past statutes of limitation. I mean, you can share that you went and had, <laughs> that you went and enjoyed yourself. I think it's cool that it's Mississippi's largest free concert, outdoor concert event. I don't think I ever recognized um, that. And, of course, it's probably grown over the years. Yeah. But they definitely have their own spin to it. And so looking at the photos and everything that's coming up, that does look like it'll be a fun weekend and in, um, in start full, regardless of what's going on. Tuscaloosa. Wherever that may be. But they'll talk more about that coming up next. Hey, we were talking about music here uh, on Good Things. And I thought it'd be fun to also share that we're getting another museum. It's coming to the Mississippi Delta. It's going to be the National R&B Hall of Fame, which I think is pretty cool. We know that the birthplace of America's music, obviously, is here in Mississippi. So now we get a permanent complex featuring the National Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame. It's going to be built in Marks, Mississippi. And it comes after numerous failed attempts for for more than 50 years to build it, but if you just keep at it, then you will come. And so they're going to honor uh, icons such as James Brown, Aretha Franklin, BB King, and so many others. Talking about that with Perez this morning, you know he's our rhythm and blues expert uh, here on staff. He, he said Aretha Franklin was the only woman who successfully changed outfits in her casket, and apparently. When she was laid to rest and being, you know, uh, celebrated, there was a wardrobe change. (laughs) And she had that written out. You know what? I want this outfit for the first half and then Paul's and I want this outfit for the last half. Hey, she was a diva to her her dying day. And so you got to give your hats off to someone who would want to go through the trouble after they're already... Celebrating with Elvis B.B. King and obviously many others so it's definitely in the works but you'll be hearing more about that as it comes but I think It's Cool Mississippi is kind of that place where all music is celebrated and the history of it and it is neat when you start to put all the pieces together and how all the roads intertwine and then the forks in the road that came and which artist went this way that started that and which artist went that way that did that and the melting pot that it is I think it's kind of neat, and too, I think it's cool that we all have our different preferences. There's nothing wrong with what music you like or sort of don't like. No, I'm not very. I'm not a big fan of you know
0: lyric, angry music.
1: Angry music. Well, lyrics that are <laughs> entice violence or whatever, whatever. I don't. Know. That's not exactly my jam. But other than that, I think <laughs> I think it's cool. Whatever gets your toe tapping or you sort of into is. I think you know. It's your jam. It's your jam. We've all got them, and uh, here in Mississippi, we've got plenty of artists. Speaking of artists in Mississippi, right now, Chabot Hearts everywhere, and they're everywhere here in Mississippi. But Peyton Aldridge, I am still waiting to watch him do his next level or next step for The Voice. You know, he's out of um, Cleveland, Mississippi, and it's the battle rounds. And I feel like I haven't—I mean, I haven't watched every single one of them very intently, but it's been on in the house. Every night, and he has yet to make his battle appearance. So maybe next week, Monday and Tuesdays, I know it comes on um, NBC. So I'm hoping he sticks around so we can keep.
4: Well, I mean, looking between the lines through the the format there of the show, mm-hmm. don't they usually save the best for last?
1: I hope so. Doesn't
4: that mean it's, it's good news for our guy?
1: Yeah. I don't think it's bad news necessarily. I don't know. But that's the bad part about the battle is you go up and only one comes down. Or unless you get saved or all the other drama that comes with it. Either way, we'll be on top of it. And if we're not, let us know. <laughs> we at least want to share it. And let you in on it, uh, for sure. Alright, you got plenty more coming up next with the boys uh for sports talk from three to six. Rhino and I'll meet you back here tomorrow at two, but until then I hope you all find time for the good things. For
0: you if good things for you, man
2: If good things for you, man If good things for you